Welcome to the Square Sports Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Bank, and I'm joined by uh, the Sandman. And this is going to be a podcast of two sports guys just talking sports, and we're most likely going to end up making bets weekly as well. We're going to be releasing the pod every Sunday for the foreseeable future. We'll throw it over to Sandman to tell a little bit about his sports and wagering background. Tell you a little bit about myself. My favorite sports to watch, um, definitely college football and college basketball and then NFL. Uh, I dabble in the NBA and MLB, but they're definitely not my favorites. Uh, And then in terms of betting, definitely football, college, NFL, doesn't matter. Um, And then I would say my best sport is college football. Um, I'm a kind of a bull genius the last two years. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Sandman, Sandman's good at capping the the bowl, bowl season and the bowl, uh, which team comes to play, that type of thing. Very true. The bowl motivations. Uh, in terms of me, I'm a big-time NFL guy. I love fantasy, fantasy football especially. I'll join five leagues in the year. I love to get going with the fantasy. We'll definitely talk about fantasy when football season comes around. Um, Every year I run a like a super contest type pool and a survival. That I won. Damien took down the super contest uh, last year. I got second, of course, but don't worry, it was more than two people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so hopefully, if we're still going at that point, we can get some listeners in on the super contest survivor pool. Um, and then just a little bit about me, like watching sports. I love to, like I said, love to watch NFL when I'm sitting down for NFL Sunday. I've always got to have multiple screens going. Got to have a couple NFC games on, AFC games on, be able to watch everything and just, you know, take in all the action because I probably got bets on every single game. <laughs> the Buccaneers, though, guaranteed yeah. has to be on. Big time. Uh, got to catch the primetime games. I, I'm a big fan. Got a lot of FOMO. You're missing out on all the stuff that's – if people are talking about a game on Twitter, I've got to be watching it. I'm yeah. also – NBA guy, uh, big Celtics fan. So if we're talking about NBA on the pod, I'll probably be a little biased towards the Celtics. You'll probably be able to notice that. But uh, I'm also I'm also a Packers fan when it comes to NFL, but I'm usually pretty good at removing my Packers bias and stuff like that. Um, like like the Sandman, I um, like NCAA sports too, basketball, football. I like a little bit of soccer, but we're going to stick probably. That's true. I forgot about that, but. We're probably going to stick mostly to basketball and football on the pod. Maybe dabble in MLB, like you said. But uh, Now we're going to get into a little bit about the NFL draft, kind of the only thing in sports right now that's uh, upcoming and, like, promising and exciting. Yeah, it's definitely- the thing I wanted to talk about was the Tua, Tua saga. I think I saw on, like, I don't remember where it was, but – a couple of days ago, I swear everyone was saying, oh, Herbert, like, guaranteed is better, should be taken ahead of Tua. Yeah. And then, well, when Tua got hurt, it was like, okay, is he even a first-rounder? And everyone knew that he was still going to exactly. be a first-rounder. Everyone, everyone, I mean, everyone knew he still that always, was. That always happens with quarterbacks. Like, as the draft gets closer, they just – anyway. Um, it's just weird how different people see him so differently. And I don't know. Personally, I would never take Herbert over him. Oh, I think well, I'd I mean, probably go top. 
I don't know. You could, I think I'll either go three or five, depending on if people trade up. But it'll be, I think yeah. that'll be super interesting to watch. Yeah, I mean, just watching Tua like at Bama, you get to see like like they've never had a quarterback like that before. Like he's kind of a special talent. He's not yeah. a, it's like like the AJ McCarron that'll come through Bama and be like solid and then get drafted just because he was on a great team. Like he's the type of quarterback that's like actually could make an impact in the league. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that he's more talented like that yeah. used to be like when they had like Trent Richardson and Ingram their quarterback yeah. was kind of just like a system guy but I mean you could tell that yeah, two two was definitely not another level and it was just interesting like to see how like his stock even changed throughout this week like a couple of days ago releasing the videos of like him and Dilfer working out and like just him like running around throwing like 15 yard ends and stuff like that like Everyone was freaking out, like, oh, Tua's hip's good. Like, he's healthy. He's going to be fine. Draft. And then, like, next thing you know, like, doctor, a doctor comes out with a report. Like, who knows how legit that is. Yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of injuries, but I don't know. I just don't see – I just don't really like Herbert either. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't really like Herbert because I'm a Wisconsin football fan and that road – He ran for three touchdowns against you guys. Unlucky. Yeah. But – I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you think, then, you see, like, teams there. trading up for quarterbacks in the draft? Like, what do you think is going to happen there? Um, I, I think, well, I don't know. The, I, honestly, I think whoever's – who's at five is it the, the Dolphins, right? Yeah, the Dolphins. I think, I think they'd be fine sitting, and I think they could probably get their choice of Tua or Herbert there because I don't really think – I mean, yeah. I unless think, the Chargers trade up. Or the Panthers, but as long as no one trades up in front of the Dolphins, like the Lions are yeah. quarterback. I don't really see <laughs> Carolina trading up, to be honest. But no, I think yeah. Me, Char- like, I don't know the Chargers. Maybe I mean, obviously, it depends who like gets Cam and Jameis too. A little bit, but I don't know. I I'd say the Dolphins are the most likely to trade up, even if they don't have to. Yeah, just don't want to no. take that risk. Because I think they could be a solid team if they get like a, if they hit on this quarterback. Two years. Yeah, ago, I mean, they'll be last year. Like even with Fitz, like they were making some plays. They're making moves. I mean, Fitz is kind of a beast. Yeah. <laughs> is he still? Yeah, he's still on the Dolphins. I mean, yeah, Fitzpatrick's always a fun guy to watch, and just he always makes a team like better than they want to be almost because he's usually. Yeah. Like, Who was he on last year again? He was on the Bucks before he was on the Dolphins, and oh yeah. Amos were just jacking for playing. That's like best two QBs in the league on the same team. Yeah. So like, I know we were talking about Tua, like where he might go. Who do do you have? Do you have a pretty standard top five, top six of guys? Um, Well, obviously Burrow's number one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Uh, I have. Chase Young at two. I don't think there'll be any trades there. They're just two. Like they're obviously the top two guys. And then. I have Tua going three to the Dolphins um, just because I think the Lions – They're going to trade up. The, the Lions really have no incentive to not trade down. Yeah. They're going to get Okuda at five almost certainly if they do, or Simons, one of those two who both are better fits for them than a quarterback. Yeah. So I think the Lions will probably trade down with someone and that someone will take Tua. I just – don't know if it'll be the Dolphins. Um, and yeah. then I have Simons going four to the Giants. I just feel like that's 
that's a Gettleman like pick. I don't know. He's yeah. Flashies. Got I don't know. That's a I mean, good pick. Like, I think he'll be really play. good. Yeah. And then really good Okuda play. going five and Herbert six to the what is it? I think the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers are six. Maybe sit for a year. They have Tyrod. I think Simmons is gonna be a good player. I have him going fourth to the Giants as well. I think if the Lions aren't gonna trade down, I see them taking Okuda. But I mean it like who really knows what they're gonna do because like in my opinion the draft's kinda just a crapshoot and the teams are just gonna like they're gonna take who they're gonna take, but like ultimately if they were a smart team, I think they should try and trade down just like taking accumulate more picks because ultimately these picks are just shots in the dark like yeah. i mean you know, if they can get like if they can get like whatever the dolphins have like 20 something yeah if, if they can they if they can get five and 26 for three the lions should for, for sure. sure yeah no doubt because i mean unless they really are not in on stafford but i think he's a, a he's definitely above average and yeah he makes no, a lot of money but Stafford's... they're not gonna like i don't know i think they still have like a chance of being a playoff team maybe in the yeah league. i mean they're not gonna like, in all likelihood, they're not going to ever win a championship with Stafford. But, like, if you restart with a rookie quarterback, like, who will, like who knows what his injury history, what his injuries are going to be like. And, I mean, we think, too, is going to be good. But at the end of the day, drafting a quarterback that's going to be better than Stafford is not, like, a guarantee. Yeah, especially, I think, one of the things for me about drafting, like, a quarterback, so, is it an exception for some guys if they're just, like, amazing. But I think, like – Having a established like core around the quarterback before you bring him in is like so important. Oh yeah, for sure. Like with Rosen, he hasn't had like a his both his like the Cardinals last year and then um, I'm blanking. Oh, oh, yeah, last year uh, the Cardinals were before that. Yeah, um, I don't know. He's he's had nothing and like. Yeah, I mean you can't really blame him for being like that. So I think I don't know if the Lions take like. Kuda here get like a like some receiver next year later in the draft and then bring in like because their core is pretty awful yeah and then they could move on from Stafford after that yeah no I agree I mean like your example of Rosen I mean he never really got he never even really got like a chance a legitimate chance yeah I think the Packers trade for him to be good in the NFL I mean I wouldn't hate it if the Packers trade like a fifth rounder or something I would yeah I feel like He's going to be dirt cheap, and picking up a backup quarterback isn't the worst thing in the world for the Packers to do. What you have with them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't um, know. I, think, well, I also think sorry, that the what? Chargers are – just in terms of what I was looking at for my mock or my, like, top five, top six guys, I think it's going to be pretty standard. And unless – if the Chargers don't trade, they're probably just going to be going O-line just because, I mean – you saw how beat up Rivers got last year. I mean, obviously Tyrod's more mobile, but if the Chargers do end up like trading for some someone like Cam or like picking up another quarterback, they're gonna wanna actually like be able to protect them so they don't have all these injuries. Yeah, yeah. I think if they if they go Cam or Jameis, I think they'll definitely go O line here. Yeah, someone like Beckton from Louisville or worse from Iowa. I don't know too much about him, but Worse is a monster. He like you know, those he led the, the he led linemen in like. 40 and vertical and broad jump and he's like yeah like there's the definitely good ones. options at the he's top of the draft for the big fellas yeah for sure i think yeah there's definitely going to be a, a lineman going in the top six i just didn't i just don't know where yeah um, like i mean like i said it's kind of just 
you don't you can't really tell for sure what these teams are going to do because if one team makes a different move then that the screws up the whole thing or if a video of someone ripping a bong comes out then it's like... <laughs> exactly someone will drop just like 30 <laughs> so one thing i want to talk about um i'm a little bit um, biased but yeah i think, the I think the biggest said, deal what i said reveal your bias before you say this I did. Um, I think the fact that Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota is not a top, probably not going to be taken in the top three rounds is kind of ridiculous. Um, Pro football focus, best wide receiver in college football over the last two years. He's the most efficient wide receiver, second best versus single coverage, third best red zone receiver. He had the highest deep ball reception in college football last year. And he had the fifth best season ever by a receiver in the I will give you I will give you that he over his four years at Minnesota improved like all three of his important stats like receptions yards touchdowns and he and he had Bateman last year was yeah I mean the fact that he improved all three of those every single season shows that like he's gonna be able to grow and progress I mean he's not like a freak athlete but I don't know there's so many receivers that are you don't even see like I mean obviously there's freak athletes in the NFL today but, like, guys like Michael Thomas, like – Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, like those type of guys that are just, like, great receivers because they can run great routes and, like, just know how to play. Yeah. Godwin, I mean – Yeah, Godwin. I mean, these are guys that are obviously have good, like, body types to play the position, but they're not the freak athletes like Tyree Kill. You don't need to be. Yeah, true. When's the – were any what well, I can't, I'm trying to think of the last time a receiver was drafted in like maybe Julio was drafted really high. Yeah, maybe. I mean, what was John Ross top ten? I don't know. I just feel like people over over exaggerate how important like athleticism is at the receiver position. Like, yeah, like you think Henry Ruggs is gonna get overdrafted this year? Probably the Raiders will probably take him again. Like, yeah, which, like, they need a wide receiver, but at the same time, like, I don't know if Ruggs is, like, a top eight pick, top seven pick. No, but, I mean, it's hard to say, like, playing in that system. You could say the same argument about Tua, but, like, yeah, so, there's so many, like, defense is never focused on him. He's, I don't know, he's, yeah, exactly. he had it kind of easy, and he had a great quarterback. I think if, yeah. I don't know, if, if Johnson goes somewhere with, like, a solid quarterback, because I think that's also important if you're not a freak athlete, having a guy that can fit it in a window. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He could be definitely a steal. So I'd take him on the Packers, and, like, the third round would be amazing. But Who would you, like, pair him to as a wide receiver? After, like, I know you've watched him quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I've i seen a, a lot about Devontae Adams. Um, okay. Obviously, that's, like, pretty lofty, but – yeah, that's like high end, I would think. Touch he gets he catches a lot of touchdowns, which Devontae does. He's yeah. a good route runner, good at point of cat point of the catch. Uh, I don't know, they'd have pretty similar like skill sets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Is Devontae I mean, a second round pick? Um, that's a good I question. So. I think he was I know his I mean I know he's drafted. Yeah, second round to the Packers. I remember those first two years, he was, like, one of the worst receivers in football. Like, what, a lot of drops? 
Yeah, he had, he like led the league in drops. He had like the worst like rating for receivers in his first two years in the league. Yeah, I remember wanting to like the Packers to just cut him, which thank God they didn't. <laughs> um, we kind of already touched on quarterbacks. Yeah, I think Cam will be really good again. No, nah, yeah, I agree. I mean, even that video that he released a week or two ago, just him working out, that got me hyped. I was like, damn, I want to see Cam be able to show his stuff again. Because, I mean, he's he's only, what, like 29 or 30? Like, Something like that. I mean, he's kind of beat up, but he, I don't know. I think, he'll be, I think he'll be really good. Yeah, and he only played two full games last year. Like, he's gonna, he has this that much time to rest, and, like, who knows when this season starts. He's not going to take the beat up of OT. He's 30. He's not going to take the whole beat up of OTAs, training camp, all that stuff from this. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think he was just kind of, he kind of overstayed his welcome in Panthers in the Carolina, which I think goes both ways. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, just like, probably just like Rodgers and McCarthy, like you get sick of your coach after a while. Yeah, true. That's why yeah, I think, I also think the Panthers will be really like a lot better than people think this year. You think so? I think they just need to like shake it up a little bit. Although they did lose Keekly as well, but they're. Uh, I think Matt Rule's a good coach. I mean, they have the. It's like them. Um, who are some other trash teams? It's like them, the Bengals, and the Redskins are, are like the three lowest, like win total projections for like betting lines. They're five at yeah. at five and a half or four and a half. I think I don't know. I just think they're a lot better than the Redskins. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how rules, coaching style translate. I mean, with bringing in Joe Brady, I think that'll help their quarterback. Obviously, but they can get they can get Burrow. That was, I know that was a rumor for a while. There's no way they do, but that'd be. No, I think they'll just stick with Bridgewater, and I mean, I think Teddy can be solid. for a year and then see what you have in him. Yeah, he'll win them. He'll win them like six games, but it'll be interesting to see. And also, like, where do you think where do you think Jameis is going to go? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like the longer he's out there, it's like worse for him because yeah, no, someone really wanted a starting quarterback, and they would have picked him up already. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe teams are waiting mm-hmm. for the draft and then seeing what like what shakes out. Yeah, they. So that's getting pretty late. I don't know. I. I mean, I'd love to see him go to the Patriots, but I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think that's a Belichick move. Yeah, I don't think Belichick would like someone. I think the Chargers are more with Cam than Jameis. Yeah. What else? Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, though, like, him getting that LASIK surgery, meniscus cleaned up, who knows? Like, I mean, he was, he's so fun to watch. Like, we both watched him a ton last year. Like, the more you, I feel like the more you watch Jameis, the more you love him. Like, unless, if you, you're, unless you're a fan of his team, then you probably get more annoyed. Yeah. If you're a Bucks fan, <laughs> I could see how you'd get frustrated with him. But, like, just sitting down every week and watching Jameis, like, just slings he just slings the rock around and who he doesn't care if it gets picked off if he fumbles if he there was a touchdown he's gonna just keep doing what he's doing which is it's kind of like I respect that about him he just goes out does his thing maybe he'll reduce his turnovers maybe he won't who knows but first 30-30 season ever that's pretty crazy yeah I don't, second in the league in touchdowns like who, I know was, he yeah, big, who was first Mahomes no Lamar was first yeah I, mean, I don't know where else have they been. Has he been linked to? I forget. There was. I, 
the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. I mean, if Big Ben, like, sucks at the beginning of the season and, like, doesn't come back from his injury, I can see them, like, playing him. But at the same time, I don't know that the Steelers are the type of organization that would just – although Tomlin's good with that kind of guy. Who knows? Yeah. I saw the Jaguars, but I don't know. They've had a lot of shakeups in the last couple of years. I think they just want to stay, like, see what they have yeah, in the year for a year and then, like, figure it out from there. I, just, I, don't, I don't think there's any great fits for Jameis, honestly. I don't think so anymore either. I think the Bucks were literally perfect for him. And, I mean, I guess I don't blame him for trying to play I mean, with Brady's kind of – I mean, you kind of have to get Brady if he's there. I know he's old. You have to, yeah. Just to have the goat on your team is just yeah, and I mean they're just gonna generate so much buzz. But like even a team like the Jags, if they were to pick up Jameis, like they want to tank. It seems like anyway. So if you just have him throwing twenty picks a season, you're gonna generate some buzz around your team. Like the J- <laughs> true, yeah. No one care about the Jags last year. But if you, yeah, if you throw some picks from Jameis, but he throws you 25, 30 touchdowns too. Like at least would be entertaining. Yeah, but, all those all those London fans will actually come now. Yeah, the Jags probably just don't want to spend any money, though, on anyone. Yeah. We'll see true. what happens there. And the one thing one thing I want to just throw in here quick, for anyone out there that is seeing all these fake brackets, all these manufactured stupid brackets, I just want to say those have no place. Those have no place in, in substitute for March Madness. Whenever I see a 64-team restaurant bracket, I think I almost want to throw my phone. It, it makes me so mad because it's like someone's taking the most sacred thing of our March Madness and our NCAA hoops and turning it into some stupid thing that I see on Twitter five different times a day of some different bracket. And oh. <laughs> there was a uh, the Stephen A. Smith one. What was it, like Stephen A. Smith quotes or something? It was his best, like, memes. And uh, the Kwame Brown one – Got, like, first rounded, and after that, I just stopped. Like After that, lost in the first round. It was just lost all credibility. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though. That's the goat Stephen A. Smith moment. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith, my man. He's a beast. You know what I was thinking earlier? This is super random. But it's – think of how, how weird it is that, like – why do people call him Stephen A. Smith? Like, if you, if someone said Stephen Smith, you would have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, that's a good point. But, like, uh, he's just, like, the one person in the world that has, like, a the middle initial that's just, middle like... Initial. Yeah, I feel like that's so, that's so 1800s. But I like it. I don't know. Just random. I mean, yeah, it works thought. for him. Works for him, for sure. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about, at least with the NFL. You got any? I think that's good, yeah. NBA playoffs, I know you wanted to touch on. Yeah, I, sh- I mean, if anyone's been if paying attention to just, like, the NBA buzz in general, the fact that Donovan Mitchell's coming out and saying that he's still got beef with Rudy Gobert and, like, still concerned about their relationship as teammates, that's kind of crazy to see just how, like, quickly that chemistry can fracture. Yeah, for sure. You know, You know what I was thinking about that? What? How do we know for sure that Gobert gave it to Mitchell? Just because Gobert was diagnosed first doesn't mean he like Mitchell could have just as easily have been the one 
to like oh yeah he for sure he for sure could have i think the reason that like mitchell just because gobert got it like everyone came out about gobert yeah first, i like, think the reason that mitchell like, he just gets to act mad about it like he's allowed to act mad about it because like gobert did that stupid shit where he oh, like yeah, with the mic and stuff like yeah, that I, got mitchell pissed i mean there's no way that actually is what i don't well, i guess maybe but like I don't think that's actually what caused Mitchell to get it, but he can still no, like, no, no. be like, oh, like he shouldn't. Yeah, I get why he'd be mad still. Yeah, it's just like it's stupid and like why would Gobert be joking about it? But I mean, at the same time, like plenty of like plenty of people would be doing stuff like that just to, like because it looks funny and whatever. And it doesn't seem like as big of a deal at that time, stuff like that. Yeah, so you think they trade Gobert if anything? I think Mitchell probably is more of a franchise centerpiece than Gobert. Yeah, I think, I mean, Personally, I don't really like Mitchell as a player, but I think if you're going to be the Jazz, you got to keep Mitchell rather than Gobert. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if we get an NBA postseason, how that dynamic works itself out and whether or not they're going to be able to keep playing through the end of the season. Because, I mean, you can't do anything about it at this point in the season. But just yeah. seeing the if they can still be able to get the job done. I mean, right now they're poised to play the Thunder in the first round. and. Thunder are tough out. I mean, they've got that lineup of number one net rating in the league when those five guys play together. I think it's What's the five again. It's Alexander. It's Gal- It's SGA. Uh, Schroeder. No. Yeah, it's Schroeder. Gallo. Those three. It's like three point guards. Yeah, it's like three guards. Well, SGA is, could be a. Yeah, team. he's bigger. Yeah. And then Adams. Like Who's that's the fourth. Gallinari. I'm pretty sure it's Gallinari. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know Schroeder was averaging, like, 19. I just saw that the other day. Yeah, he's probably going to be sixth man of the year. I mean, he's having a great season. Yeah, he was – I don't know. I always liked him, but, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's, a, he's a good player. And, I mean, also, when you think about it, like, missing out on these NBA playoffs, it, it was really going to be an exciting exciting postseason, like, trying to figure out the contenders from pretenders. Like, everyone knows Bucks, Lakers, Clippers were probably the three favorites. But it's interesting to think about, like, if the Raptors could compete, if the Celtics could compete. Obviously, I, as a Celtics fan, think that the Celtics had a chance I to agree. take But, I mean, even, like, in my opinion, the third best team in the, in the West was probably the Rockets. Maybe not best team, but, like, they had the best shot to take down either of those, either of those other squads just because of their play style and how, how much variance is, comes into play with all the shooting all those threes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I probably would consider the Rockets a pretender, but I think people. I don't know. The Sixers get a lot of shit, but I know you're gonna disagree with this as a Celtics fan. But people forget that they were, they were like one Kawhi fadeaway three away from the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and mm-hmm. like they. I don't know. They they like. I agree with you in that. They were. They were. I don't know. Close to being like really good last year in the playoffs, and they just got unlucky in one shot. They almost came back from what was it, three one or three two? Yeah, I mean, in that situation, it's kind of like it's almost like the Ray Allen bailing out LeBron in Game Six of the final. Yeah, true. With that shot, like Kawhi just got five bounces on that one shot, and then the Sixers were just done. And then this year, they just kind of were injured and like fractured and just like couldn't get anything going. They kind of were last year too, though. Like, everyone was saying, oh, are the Sixers, like, for real in the playoffs? Yeah. I don't know. That's, I could just that's just another that. narrative. Yeah. That's just another narrative that, like, no one will know. 
I mean, maybe we'll get playoffs. Hopefully we do. But even if we do, maybe it'll be five-game series. That'd be even – yeah, that'd be fun. I think that'd be more fun. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely make for more upsets. Yeah. I remember I had – I bet on the 76ers to win that series when they were down 3-2. And then – Against the the Raps. I don't know. That was – I remember where I was when that shot went in and how pissed I was. (laughs) It was just so bogus. It was like – how how is Kawhi gonna make this five like four or five times around the rim go in and then like I mean me as a Celtics fan I was happy to see the Sixers go but yeah I think the Bucks probably maybe win the championship if that shot doesn't go in I mean there's definitely an argument to be made yeah for sure I mean Giannis running through Kawhi was definitely his kryptonite last season. Yeah, and then yeah, I guess with the Sixers, the Nets could be like. This is probably a long shot, but if they if like playoffs go to like July or don't start until July, which, I think that's probably realistic. Yeah, that would be really interesting to see like him and Kyrie both. Kyrie be back would probably be times. back. I don't know about KD. It would probably be like his discretion. He would probably be back, but obviously he's not going to be 100% right away. Yeah, and, like, he came back early from his last one. But, I mean, still, the Raptors don't want that. Like, they don't want to go up against that in the first round. They want to play the Nets with Dinwiddie as their best player, not KD and Kyrie. Well, I think Kyrie would probably be back either way, but. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if the playoffs were happening. That's kind of bogus, definitely. Yeah, if the playoffs were happening, it's normal. Although Dinwiddie is underrated, but. I mean, he's underrated, but like he might be better than Kyrie, honestly. Raptors have two guys better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's that's about all I have for the NBA. I mean, gonna be just stories Not much to talk about. Here, but I mean, even just like the horse thing that they were doing. I think it, it aired today. I didn't even watch it. I was just like, what horse thing? No, 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 no. The NBA put together like. Oh competition with like Chris Paul, Trey Young. Wait, they started that? I'm pretty sure it aired this some of it aired this morning. Oh shit, I saw that it was gonna happen, but I didn't know it was already yeah. but I don't know. It's just like not that interesting and there's only so much you can do with content right now for the leagues. Yeah that uh two K tournament was brutal. <laughs> they just like weren't talking at all and there was no commentary. Yeah if you're gonna be doing something like that you wanna hear some trash talk or like the only thing they were saying is just like shitting on the game. Yeah, exactly. That's funny, but which like okay, but like no one actually really wants to hear that. No, exactly. Um, so then, have you really looked into any of kind of like the win total over unders for the upcoming football season? Um, I actually big Big Ten fan. Um, one of the my favorite picks, or my favorite, I guess my favorite pick, um, when I first when I first looked at like was looking through it, I saw this and it kind of like immediately popped out at me. Um, Iowa over under seven for their wins this year. Um, yeah, that does seem. I just loud. feel like they're just a program that's been good forever, um, and I have some stats here to back it up. The last time they haven't won seven games was in 2012, so eight years ago, seven seasons ago, I guess. Um, and before that, it was 2007, so they've won more than seven games in, what is that, 14, 13 of 15 seasons. Yeah. Um, and then 
Ferenc hasn't won less than seven games, or he's only won less than seven games five times in his 22-year coaching career, and three of those seasons he won six. And the other one was his first season in Iowa. So he's – I mean, it's – they're going to be – they're going to be right there. I don't think they'll win 10, but I no. think seven's just really low. They lost, yeah, they're losing like, like Stanley, and AJ Espensa, and Akron Wadley. But, like, I don't know. Last year they had, like, Fanton, uh, Hawkinson, and they lost Hooker, and they're still good. I don't know. I just feel like they've had a lot of turnover every year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the interesting thing about that is, like, he wasn't special. They're in the side with Wisconsin and Minnesota, but to win eight games, they really only have to, like, even if they don't beat either of those teams, they can still win eight games. And if they do beat one of those teams, they're probably for sure going to win eight games. I would, in my opinion, at least. I mean, they've got a tough crossover schedule with they're at Penn State and at Ohio State. So, Realistically, those are probably both losses. Then they have Michigan State at home. Michigan State's going to be – Yeah, Michigan State's going to be – They might be the worst team in the Big Ten besides Rutgers next year. Yeah, they – People, but Lewerke is just brutal, and then D'Antonio's gone. Yeah, that'll be an interesting story to see how that, how that pans out. And they got Wisconsin and Nebraska both at home. Those – I mean, they'll definitely win one of those. Yeah, it'll be – Northern Wisconsin. Iowa, Iowa State, Illinois State, they'll win all three of those probably. Michigan State, Northwestern home, Illinois, Purdue. That's eight, assuming they beat Northern Iowa, Iowa State, Illinois State, Michigan State, Nebraska, Northwestern, Illinois, and Purdue. And that's assuming they win every game they're going to be favorites in. Additionally, yes. they have upset a top seven team three of the last – or three times in four years – um, and two of them have been on the road. So, like, there's this – I mean, they could definitely go into, like, into Penn State and, and get a win there. Yeah, I mean, they're the type of team that – especially, like, I, I think of them as, like, they have that home atmosphere of, like, if another team's going to come into their house, like, they're not just going to roll over. Even if they're seven-point dogs, I, I would still like them. To oh, yeah. They got that hosp- the hospital. Yeah, that's one of the coolest traditions. And then, I don't know, they just got they yeah. got a really good environment. Night no, games sure. there are tough. I know Minnesota lost there last year after right after they beat Penn State. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough place to play for sure. That'll be uh, my my big future for this this season, at least in the Big Ten. Yeah, uh, I like that early. I also like Nebraska. It was the same. I think it was six. I think they could finally break through this year. Uh, with Scott Frost, I don't have enough as much uh, confidence in that one. Yeah, the interesting thing is just like with these futures and like betting win totals, or even just like conference futures and stuff like that, is just how this is all going to play out, and if we're going to get the full season. Yeah, I mean, sure. it sucks to think about, but like, I mean, we sh- we should for football, I think, at this point, but it's definitely a yeah. possibility that we don't. Yeah, I hope we do because I, mean, I don't know what I would do if we didn't. You're gonna do without football season. Yeah, that's that's not something you're gonna live through. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think I think that's probably a pretty good pretty good start for the college ones. I think the Ravens are gonna be. I mean, I know it's not a hot take or anything, but I think the Ravens are gonna be the best team in the NFL next year. They, I mean, best record in the NFL this past year. 
And Lamar's only going to get better as a passer. Everyone's always coming at him, saying he can't throw down the field, can't throw in tight windows. I think he's going to be come back even better next year as a passer. And it's not like his running skills are going to have diminished. He's He wasn't really beat up last year, which is lucky. So, like, who knows what injury situation looks like next year. But assuming he doesn't get hurt next year, I think having the, the Ravens back, they're going to have a first schedule, obviously. But division could have three teams under 500 if Big Ben doesn't come back being what he used to be. I mean, Burroughs angles to two division wins against the Ravens. They're probably going to go 0-2. Brown's probably going to maybe beat them once. I know they beat them this year, but I thought that was kind of a fluke game. It'll be interesting to see how the Ravens fare, but, I mean, they've got all these picks that Harbaugh's accumulated. They have a first and then two picks in the second, third, and fourth round. And like I was saying earlier about the draft, I think just teams accumulating players and, like, picks – from the draft is how you're going to get better because they can just try out all those players in camp and whoever they want to keep, they keep, and maybe they trade some of the guys. But if you bring in seven good, like solid guys into camp and you keep three of them and they're getting solid snaps, I think that's going to help the team a lot. It'll be just interesting to see how that all plays out. And one final thing for the Ravens is, I mean, they're one of the most progressive, like analytical, analytically thinking teams. Harbaugh does, I think, a really good job with his, like, fourth down decision-making and, like, stuff, two-point conversion decision-making, stuff like that, where he doesn't really miss out on opportunities where the math tells him, hey, if we if we go for this fourth down in opposing territory, we're going to be getting a 5% increase in our win percentage. Like, just little things like that over the course of the season, I think it gives them, like, half a win above, like, the other teams that aren't utilizing it at all. Like, the team that comes at the top of the mind, Bill O'Brien and the Texans, he's not doing stuff like that. That's things that other teams are missing out on that the Ravens do a really good job of. So, I think it'll be – they'll be a really tough outcome AFC playoffs. If Mahomes is in the game, I think they're going to roll through the AFC. I agree that uh, Harbaugh is definitely one of the most underrated coaches. Mm, I mean – He's only he's won a Super Bowl, but I just feel like no one talks about him like up there with like some of the top guys. Yeah, I mean, even, I mean he's been they've been a playoff team. I don't know the exact stats, but probably at least eighty percent of his seasons. And some of those years, he didn't have a. I mean, he had Flacco at quarterback, who was I don't elite. know average, elite, elite, yeah, elite. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. He's, he's, just, been, he's just been really good for really long. It's just hard to do in the NFL. Yeah, like he was being questioned last offseason a little bit. Like people were saying, like if Harbaugh doesn't have a good season, the Ravens need to reconsider like with him doing this Lamar experiment. But, I mean, he knows what he's doing. And it, I do disagree about uh, the division, though. I think I think it's a average at worst division. I think the I don't know. I think the Browns will be like. Do you think, a lot of people the Browns going over eight? I, I think they're probably around five hundred. Okay. And then this I don't know. The Steelers will, I think will still be. The Steelers are nine yeah, and seven, eight and eight. I just think the quarterback questions like, can you really win? I mean, they won nine games with Mason in a row with quarterback questions like. I mean, Big Ben's no guarantee to be solid next year. He could come in and play like Rivers. 
They didn't have they didn't have good quarterback play last year. That's what I'm saying though. Like they got off they got by on their defense last year, but I don't think their defense can do that two years in a row. Like, like literally Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that those draft picks too, like you look at you look at how to build a team like this day and age, it's like if you can get if you can get like some studs on like rookie contracts, that's really how you do it. Oh yeah, for sure. Just because that's how you that's they how make you, so much less money than anyone else, and like when you have yeah, your, when you have your punter guys. making more than your quarterback, and your quarterback's an MVP, like that just opens the door for like so much. Or oh yeah, once you gotta sign your guys, then that's when it that's when yeah. it becomes. Look at like the Rams and like the Jaguars after they made the AFC Championship. Yeah, exactly. So that'll definitely help. We'll I guess we'll see. Yeah, so I think I think that's gonna do it for. This week on the pod, uh, I think we got through some some good stuff. Next week, we're definitely going to focus more on the draft and preview some things, talk about it. It'll, that'll be our last pod before the draft, so we'll focus a little more on that. And uh, I'm just going to throw it over to Sandals, Sandman, to discuss a little bit about what we're going to be doing every week. Okay, so one thing that we're going to do to have a little fun here on the podcast is I'm going to insert an audio clip of a famous like interview or like call from an announcer or anything, just like a soundbite. Um, and then this week it'll be an interview, and you'll have to tweet us um, at Square Sports Pod. Uh, we'll have a tweet out there that you can just respond to um, with whoever said the quote, and whoever responds correctly first. Uh, we'll get a follow back from both of our own accounts as well as the podcast account. Um, so yeah, we'll make sure you drop us a follow at. Um, hold on, what's the handle here? At Square Sports, Sports Pod. Square Square Sports Pod. Um, gonna be doing a podcast every Sunday uh, for the foreseeable future, and make sure to get those answers in. It should be a pretty straightforward one this week. Start off easy but it'll definitely get more challenging as we go. So any last words out of you, Mr. Bank, or are you? Uh, no, sound, sounds good on my part. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And uh, just make sure you're uh, paying attention to NFL draft coming up. We'll have another pod out next Sunday. Also, also uh, feel free to tweet us with, like, ideas for topics you want to talk about or anything like that. So we'll see you guys next week. the newspaper because it's garbage and the editor that let it come out is garbage attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right and then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them the ones that do make plays are you kidding me where are we at in society today come after me I'm a man I'm 40 I'm not a, I'm not a kid Write something about me.